Cargo Cult is a production of Radio Nemo West. Cargo Cult is all about the movies, books, music, and moments that help shape the lifestyle of not only the trucking industry, but also the American obsession with being on the move. What if something just like jumps out in front of you and you have to stop? Don't. What was that? A Mazda. Host Jimmy Mack and Justin Wellborn engage in a wild, free-form discussion with folks from both the transportation and entertainment worlds. I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. It's a show that's all about the journey. So far, we're doing fine. Hadn't got a call. And now your hosts, Jimmy Mack and Justin Wellborn. A little bonus content for you guys uh, as we get the next couple of episodes of Cargo Cult ready. Uh, Jimmy Mack here. Justin Wellborn. So um, I got a chance to rewatch and suggested that you go back and rewatch. You did. Um, John Carpenter's, um, well, cult classic, a movie that actually could have been bigger if only it had had a better release kind of deal in the United States. Ends up very big in Britain. Very big in Britain. Very right, big right, in Britain. Right, right. Matter of fact, As a matter of fact, that's the one that sets off Donald Pleasant's uh, daughter saying that the music in this movie is so good that he ought to do a John Carpenter movie, which gets Donald Pleasant's into Halloween. And, and it's interesting because Assault on Precinct 13, which was entered into a British film festival, and the head of the festival, after he saw it in a private screening, began to tell every single other person at the festival this was the movie they had to go see. It actually made it kind of a giant celebration of like, it's it's a celebration of movies. As simple and basic as this film is, it is essentially a director doing something that I think more directors should do and don't, which is for your first movie, go back, watch somebody else's movie over and over and over and over and over again, and then remake it in a way that people can't see it. Can't the, see that you're imitating that, that particular that, director? That you're just outright stealing. Right. I mean, that this a, is a Howard Hawksian type it is, Western It's Rio movie Lobo that is and Rio put Bravo. Los Angeles with gang members and citizens. And it's Rio Lobo and, and cops and criminals. And El Dorado and all of those Hawks, right. John Wayne, Dean Martin, Dean Martin again, uh, John Wayne, Dean Martin, James Kahn. You ever see James Kahn, that Howard Hawks film where he plays Mississippi with the with the knife and the strange hat? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty Long terrific. Time ago. This movie has that tone. And by the way, it is a great recreation uh, of a Hawks girl. You know, there's a, there's a classic in The Thing, uh, and, to, and Lauren Bacall is, of course, the ultimate Hawks girl. You know, there's always a Hawks right. girl in all those movies, whether it's his screwball comedies, whether it's his dramas, his gangster pictures, his Western, Angie Dickinson. There are a lot of girls that fall. It's a motif. It's called the Hawks girl. And they have a great version of it in this movie. With Nancy Keys. No, Nancy no? Keys. No, Nancy Keys is Nancy Loomis. Who plays the um, the switchboard operator? It's the other lady, Lori Zimmer. So Lori Zimmer Got actually it. has a documentary made of her about what happened to her career, and it's a great story. She actually has raised two beautiful children, has an actor for a husband, just gave it up. Sure, at a certain point, you've been acting, you've been moving along this particular career path, and then something comes along, and you start questioning: Well, is it more important that I play these roles and pretend to live, or? Do I want a life, a life that I can be a little more, I don't know, stable, happy with, proud of, or just follow through with something that inherently is just <sighs> completing you more? I don't think you're talking about Lori Zimmer 
entirely here. I really am not. I'm really talking about Napoleon Wilson in this movie, who is this d- demented kind of criminal that they're they're going to take to prison, and somehow they take him through this station, and, uh, you know, Ethan Bishop, who is played by Austin Stoker, has to take him on and, and, and protect him for a little while, put him in a cage before they transfer him. But really, Napoleon Wilson is the one and only Darwin Johnston. This is a great story. And to kind of set this up, Assault on Precinct 13, as we said, is basically a Howard Hawks movie. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy made me aware of this whole story, and it's just fascinating a, to pr- me. A precinct, and I'll make this really quick, a precinct is being shut down in the middle of Los Angeles at the height of some real serious gang tensions. There's a lot of automatic weapons out there. A little girl is and killed. And random murders. Yeah. A little girl is is killed in the aftermath of a police shootout with a gang. What did they call the what thunder? The name of the gang is like it's it's like it's a strange name. It is the uh, God. I can't. I, it's it's not the Warriors, but that's another movie. <laughs> Although it seems like it is. It's called Street Thunder. It's a gang called Street Thunder, and what ends up happening with Street Thunder is that they want to strike back at the police, and their way of striking back at the police is engaging in random killings and violence because they have all these automatic totally. weapons. A strange multiracial gang that just takes in anybody that seems to be. Mm, psychotic and willing to shoot at cops. And the movie acknowledges that it's strange. Thanks for listening to a preview of this episode of Cargo Cult. Like what you heard? Hear more from Jimmy Mack and Justin Wellborn exclusively on the SiriusXM app. Subscribe today at SiriusXM.com.